It's time to present Scott Coupon to bring you another episode of Finance Your Movie with tips and strategies to help you get your money to tell your story. It's time! Another episode of Finance Your Movie. I'm excited to be back today with Rennell Golden, who is an award-winning producer, writer, and director. Welcome, Rennell. Hi, how are you doing today? Fantastic. So for our audience, you haven't been in this business like 30, 40, 50 years. I mean, you've, you've been in just over 10 years. And what's remarkable is you have a whole bunch, I mean, well over a dozen, probably two dozen projects you've done, three or four projects now in pre-production. Um, tell us a little bit about how you got started. I guess you did a few shorts and a TV series to get started. Well, my story's kind of kind of interesting, but I had a performing arts school, just the backstory. And I fell into this business because I, I was in the music business, got married, had kids, did all that great stuff. And then um, had a performing arts school, went blind, had to close it. Then um, wow. in regaining some of my vision and going through that health crisis, I got into screenwriting of all things. And uh, I, I did my first short. I'm like, well, what do I do now? I've been writing all these screenplays. And I did my first short and my director didn't show up. <laughs> and I had an Emmy winning just by chance. He was bored. He wanted something to do. Um, DP. And I'm like, what do I do now? What do I do now? Can you direct it and DP? And he's like, no, you're going to direct it. And he kind of put me on monitor, put me through my paces. And my first short was born called Saving Amy, uh, wow. which was kind of a presentation of a feature script I'd wrote and written. And so, gosh, I know English today, don't I? So I had made this short in order to promote the full script. Um, and from there, I kind of caught the bug of being on set and being so much more than the writer. And I don't know how many classes, seminars, you know, workshops and things that I've done, but I've progressed into producing in that very moment. Everything was born. It was like, oh, wow, I can do this. Terrified, but I learned from a really, really skilled um person from the industry. And I, you know, I'm so very grateful that those people came into my life early on. Uh, and then there was no stopping me. I became a writing fool. And the more I wrote, the more I wanted to make films. And of course, for any young indie filmmaker, um, or, or really just anyone that wants to enter that you've gone to school, you're getting your degree, you have to build your credentials. And one of the best ways to do that is to get out there and test your product and see if it's good enough to win awards. And, um, you know, I was very lucky that I, I did well. And ultimately, I produced my first short series, which was Transcend, um, which I had written six episodes, it was very, very low budget. We raised just enough to make it. And um, what, what, what kind it, of budget was that? Um, it was really bad. It was probably like a thousand bucks per show. Okay. And everybody that was on was sort of part of it where, you know, everyone got their footage and then they got a deal, you know, if, if we can sell this or make any money on it, you know, you'll be a part of it kind of thing. And, and, and the credit and they all got credit. 
they all got credit and um, I had some really good people in there. They've been in a lot of films um, since. And, and the young kid, he's, he went on to do like Baywatch fresh off the bus. So I had a lot of good talent. Um, and we, we made something out of nothing because the, the one mistake that I made is I tried to do something that needed effects. It was supernatural for uh, like young teenagers for kids. It was that type of storyline. And so we needed effects and I'm like, Oh, what did I just do? <laughs> but but we you did, did it. it. We, you did it. We, we did it. We pulled it off when there's a will, there's a way and everybody kind of worked together. Um, you know, one of our big scenes, we had like 60 people on set that day. Cause it's this big party scene and we had a big crew and then there were special effects and stunts and I, I did it. And, um, you know, from there, there's been no stopping me. Just in, since 2019, I've done five feature films, two of my own that I released. No, it's and- amazing. So there's a similar pattern here. I want I want the audience to, I'm just connecting the dots. Okay. That you, you had this passion, you did some shorts, you did a series, you're writing not necessarily any real budget. Um, not to belittle a thousand dollar budget. I mean, if you can make it great, but it was you, you, yeah. you're building up the awards recognition, really your resume and credibility. So I want to kind of jump right in now to one of your two feature films. I think you were just about to discuss either Phantom Flyer or Bully. There's more to the story and tell me how the financing came in place how you as as one of the producers how did you get those projects going or if you just want to pick one of them love to hear the story with those two projects um bully was somebody came to me for and that one was actually a short um that was somebody's kind of life story and they came and said hey could you write this for me and make it for me and they sort of put in whatever funds. And so I just kind of helped them from casting to, to writing and producing on that one. So but they, so they, they put up, let me just clarify. So they put up the money and basically hired you yes, based, based yes. upon your skills. It's like, yes. they had obviously heard about you. It's like, Hey, Rennell, I want you to produce this. Yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. Well, and you- then Phantom flyer, um, that gentleman he actually, um, he also came to me, same thing. I want to write this story. He was a, um, he since passed, but he was a published, um, what do you call it? Those people that study like Bigfoot and um, people, these myths that could yeah. or couldn't be real. There's some word for it. I can't yeah, remember. I know, I know what you're talking or, about. Yes. And so he had all these books he had published and it was a collection of these stories and he wanted to make this film. So he crowdfunded and I think he did some crowdfunding campaigns, but he also worked out with like the restaurants where he could hold an event and he'd have auctions. And he did three or four of those to make enough to make that film. I don't know what his final dollar amount was. And on that one, I helped him a little bit with the writing, I helped him with casting and producing. Um, you know, that one wasn't quite my baby because I wasn't on, you know, set every day, hands on um, type situation, but that worked out. And, you know, it, it is true. If somebody wants to get something done, that's the first ingredient you need, that desire, that passion. And um, you'll be surprised. And what I've happened what has happened with me with each project and especially in the last five years 
um, since I, you know, finally have solidified my credentials and, you know, I'm, I'm getting more known out there. Every project I do is bigger and better and getting more recognition. And, and the same with my writing, I have so many clients that I write for in the last few, I'm telling true stories and I'm getting attached to direct their stories to produce their stories. And those budgets are hitting in the millions. And so I'm about to embark on doing some of my biggest um, projects ever. My brain is moving faster than my mouth, but- um, Good for you. I I see you've got three or four projects now in pre-production, which is real, or development, which is really exciting. Yes. I want to try to connect the dots here. You're- you did these shorts, you did these series, you, you got credibility, you're winning awards- what advice would you give to people out there who are doing the same thing to meet the people that you met who gave you the money? Like, I, I want to hang out at the same bar you're hanging out at or yeah. go, go to the same social club that you're hanging out. Or, or, or like, how how are you connecting with these people? Because it's, it's obviously working for you. Congratulations. It's getting there. I'm still learning. I'll be honest. I think we should always be learning. And especially as the projects get bigger, it's definitely a new learning curve. But something that I would advise people that I wish someone had told me earlier, and just in the last few years, I've gotten the hang of it far better, is to, you've got this project. You know, it's amazing. Get all your ducks in a row, have your packaging, have your budget. Even if you're a writer, you need to know what type of budget you might be looking at. You need to have a visual document. A lot of people just make a one sheet, have a basic pitch deck because you never know and know your elevator pitch. And then here's the big advice. Don't be afraid to ask. As someone told me recently, when we're we're talking about a huge budget with A-listers that I'm now privy and privileged to be a part of they're like if you ask and they say no you're in it's not like it's a setback you are still where you are you just have to keep looking and moving forward it's not a setback and i was like oh why be afraid to ask then right yeah in fact i I did a whole podcast last week about that and let let me ask you about asking and sharing your business plan, right? When you have all the stuff you just talked about, you know, having ev- all your ducks, your budget, everything's in order and it, yes. and it it should be awesome. It shouldn't be, ah, it's okay. No, you should have everything awesome, like a very, very attractive business plan. Yes. Why do you think, and I'm still trying to figure this out, why do you think so many other filmmakers are afraid just to ask, like you said, or, or share their business plan with people? You know, um, I'm I'm somebody that I'm kind of I'm starting to move to the other side where I'm getting the um, I can't I want to say chutzpah to ask. I think we have this thing where we are just so afraid of rejection that you know maybe hearing a no means our project sucks. Sorry, I'm just being blunt. Yeah, um, yeah. But maybe we feel that way, like that no is just you know like it guts you or something. But the truth is. If each you you need to keep asking until you get a yes. Exactly. And that 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 right there. I want you to repeat that sentence. That you, right there is the secret <laughs> to film financing success. Yes. Just ask until someone tells you yes. And I'm learning that. And I'm so glad that people have told me that and to quit being afraid of asking. And I also will say one other thing that I've noticed the last year. I'm I've got a team 
So it's not just me out there asking for our projects. Now we have a slate and there's like three of us and we are all out there hitting the ground, making sure all of our ducks in a row and, and getting everything beautifully done. Hopefully you'll see like, you know, our, our shows out there in the next two years. But, awesome. Um, so, yeah. so you are you on most of these projects, you're, you're like the writer director and the other people are helping kind of produce like producers. So, um, Yes. On, on ones that I conceptualized on my own, I'm coming in as the main producer. Um, it's a slate, so it's not just mine, which is wonderful. And then on all of them, as of right now, I am the director, but I will say this, they are big enough that if we get some A-listers, I might end up having to give up my position. And I understand it's for sure. whatever makes yeah. this film magic. So yeah, yeah, well, that that's a great attitude to have a hundred percent because if the budget swells up to $2 million or something like that, and you've never directed a $2 million film, would you rather have your story made or would you exactly. rather hold out and never see it get made? No, I, I, mean, I want the story told and that's what matters. And, you know, if I'm one of the writers, it's still my story, even if I don't direct it. So, And, and you can still be a producer. That's right. That is right. And uh, that is what it comes down to for me always. What's best for the show, for the film? So I, I saw in your your bio, Renell, um, I'm going to quote you here. Coupled with drive and ambition, she is unstoppable. Someone want... wrote that for me. <laughs> okay, someone wrote that, but it's it's on your bio. Okay. Um, <laughs> in your bio. Talk a little bit about how important that mantra is to you to be unstoppable in this business in general and specifically in getting your projects made? So I think without that, I wouldn't get it done because, you know, I have this thing where going, I can see now, but when I went blind and and they thought I was terminal and it was very traumatic for me and my kids at the time, but um, I, I, started getting my footing back and realizing I have to open my own doors and, you know, one by one started the writing, started the producing, started the directing classes, seminars. Eventually I opened my own film festival, which is uh, going in its seventh year. And um, I started advocating and teaching people, you've got to understand the legalities to making your film. You need to understand if you walk in a house and you film a scene there, you better have a location release and, and all of these things. So my, my drive propels me to do it right. Because if I want to have that feature film distributed, I better have all of my rights and clearances in order. And I better have all of my deliverables ready. And, you know, just that, means I take this more seriously than just like picking up a camera and filming something for fun. This is going to be my career. This is going to be what I do. This is going to be my mark and what I leave behind, which makes me more successful, which, you know, while I'm still learning the finance side of it and I'm growing in that area, I've, I've figured out distribution. I have figured out, you know, how to get the best crew. I determined if, if we're not all getting along on set, someone's got to go. So I've had to grow a pair as, oh, sorry, as they say, um it yeah no makes understand a huge difference yeah <laughs> and, and and all those things you you mentioned like understanding the clearances understanding the deliverables understanding distribution doesn't all of that help you and your producing partners when you're asking for money 
It does because we can speak the language and we, we come across as more credible and authentic. We're not talking fast like, hey, I've got the best story you've ever heard. We we can talk beyond that. Yes, my story matters, but I get it. You're an investor. So actually your bottom line matters. And one of the things we always bring up now is we are willing to film in an area that has incentives. If it's a matter of getting the money and knowing the investor needs some back, we might film in Jersey where they have a loan out program or you know, um, if we can get some of those Texas dollars or things like that. But um, that is something we always bring up with investors now is, you know, we're willing to do that if that makes a difference. And obviously, since I'm from Florida and we don't have all those programs here, that is why that's critical to our pitch. Um, yeah. You know, if we're moment, talking to people yeah. in Florida. So, <laughs> yeah. So do you have a um, do you have a project right now that people can watch on Vudu or Amazon or something that, that we can uh, you want to talk about? Sure. So what we have, um, we have Harvey, which was the pandemic project, because when the pandemic hit and the shutdowns hit, we were doing something called Empath and our investor pulled out and we um, were like, oh, God, what do we do now? Because we we're waiting months for things to get better. We got Harvey. It's a SAG union film. We were one of the first, I think, six in the state of Florida approved to film under. Yeah. And um, so that released uh, last spring, I think. And um, it is on Amazon. It's on um, Voodoo, iTunes. It's all over the place. So go see, go see Harvey. Congratulations on getting that out, especially during the pandemic. It's a psychological thriller. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank and, you. And um, what's the, before I ask you the, the best contact or way to follow you, um, tell me about your film festival. Is it still going on? Can people, if someone has a film, can they submit? Yes, it's um, Cosmic Film Festival and it is still going on. You can find it on Film Freeway. And um, right now we, we haven't resumed our live events, uh, but, but I'm hoping we will in the next year or so, but it's for, it's all virtual right now. And it has three month or six month cycles and it's become a family project because I've been making so many movies. My, my daughter's sort of running it now, oh, cool. uh, but it, yeah. And we have ink tip and some other sponsors, um, but yeah, cosmic film festival. And Excellent. Uh, yeah, I love it. Excellent. So Cosmic Film Festival. And what's the best way that people can um, follow you, contact you, any potential investors, any um, people that just want to find more about your filmmaking? What so you're doing? I, I can always be emailed at rgolden at macrovisionfilms.com. Um, they can catch us on our website, macrovisionfilms.com. I'm on Facebook, Renell Golden Screenwriter. And um, Instagram, I'm pretty much branded my name everywhere that I am. Uh, so any, just do Renelle Golden and you'll probably find me. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you've, you've obviously done a great job of branding because time and time again, you've had a project ready and the money people found you and funded your project. So congratulations I'm on that. I'm getting there. Thank you so much. Thank any you. any uh, parting words of advice to all the audience listening who's maybe getting ready to do their first feature or maybe their second, they're ramping up the budget a little bit. Go in prepared and all will go well. 
I agree with that 100% because you only get one chance usually. You only get one shot. That's what I tell people. <laughs> yeah. Well, Renee Golden, thank you so much for um, coming on the show today. Um, you were very generous with your time. I know you're a busy, busy lady. So uh, thank you once again. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for listening. And remember, it's time! There's never been a better time to make your own indie film. And if you have a dream project you're excited about and 100% committed to getting it funded, go to financeyourmovie.com and click on the green telephone button. You'll see our calendar, and if you find an open spot, grab it. You'll get a one-on-one -on -one call with me or one of my partners. It will be the best hour you've ever spent getting clarity and strategy towards financing your movie. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.